Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. First and goal to go from the three. Tight set. With Harris, the single back. Fake. I mean. Yeah. by Bourne, hand off to Harris, up the middle, touchdown Patriots! They've taken the lead here in Charlotte. Yeah, the uh, first score for the Patriots, Damien Harris, their three-yard touchdown to make it 7-3 New England and route to their 24-6 win over the Panthers today. One rushing touchdown, that was the lone rushing touchdown for New England today. Verizon teaming up with Damian Harris of the New England Patriots for rushing to help first responders this season to honor New England's first responders. Nominate your first responder now. On the contest page at 985thesportsub.com. The Patriots, 5-4. and four. They've won their third straight. Again, 24-6 over the Panthers today. Joining us here in the Sean's Patriots postgame show, as always, Greg Bedard, bostonsportsjournal.com. Greg, the path's open, right, pal? <laughs> the path is wide open in the AFC, the AFC East. Uh, yeah, we got a football season in New England, and... Uh, that's nice to say, especially after what happened last year. Greg, back-to-back weeks, Mac Jones hasn't been great. Defense has uh, done enough to win games, and they hit their stride right now. Uh, they come back home. They're 4-0 on the road this year. I, I know we want to talk about today, but you know, looking at it, this thing's wide open, as Jim said, and I'm already looking towards the Browns next week. And uh, any, Did you hear any health updates uh, from today at all uh, when it comes to the running backs? I have not. I mean, when you're dealing with head injuries, that's normally at least a 24-hour thing. And and I would not be surprised if we hear that uh, one or two of the guys are left behind in in Charlotte, uh, including Gunnar Olszewski, um, who took a pretty vicious head hit. Uh, But, you know, you're right, Joe. I mean, here's the thing I'll say about the Patriots. It's like, all right, they've won three in a row. They're over 500 for the first time, and I can't even remember. Um. I don't really even think they've come close to hitting their ceiling. I mean, I like you said, the offense is scuffling. Uh, they had two drives today. Outside of that, they did they didn't do anything. It's hard to tell really what the defense, how much that was the defense, and how much that was just the Panthers and Sam Darnold being awful. Uh, so they've won three straight. They're five and four. They're a half game back of the Bills in the AFC East, and I still think the Patriots can get a lot a lot better, and so I think that's good news. Did they take a step back anywhere in this game, Um, specifically the offensive line, which looked kind of shaky in that first quarter specifically? Yeah, I mean, I thought that was going to happen. Um, I I, I wouldn't consider it a step back. When I Coming into this game, the only thing I liked about this game was the under, looking, watching both, uh, of course, I watch the Patriots every week, but watching the the Panthers on film, their offense – uh, even last week when they beat the Falcons, uh, you know they basically put Sam Darnold in a straitjacket. They were like, "We're not, we're not turning the ball over anymore. Like we're we're not doing that." And then they did it this week. And um, you know, I, I so but the the Panthers' defense is is really fast. I mean, they do have some issues in the running game, which you saw today. Especially if you can get them going one way, they're not very disciplined in their run fits. And I thought the Patriots did a good job exploiting that weakness um the the panthers considering how the patriots play and sort of you know their line is not the most athletic in the world they were going to have issues i mean even the the shack mason play where everybody wants to you know rip on josh mcdaniels or shack mason or whatever for the hit that i think that was on damian harris um 
you know, that's just the design of the play. And you, you, you figure that the defense is going to flow with uh, the motion, with, with the, the guard pulling, or at least slow down a little bit. And, you know, Brian Burns or whoever it was just takes off. I mean, these guys are just fast. The Patriots are going to have problems with that. They're not the most athletic offensive line. So I'm not ready to indict them on this week. I thought they did some good stuff in the running game. Uh, but I would say if I have any worries about the team right now, yeah, I mean, I would say it would it would be the passing offense in general. I mean, put all of it together. The blocking, Jones, the receivers, it's, it's still not where it needs to be for this team if they're going to make a serious postseason run. Do you know why Matt Rule stuck with Sam Darnold the whole entire game? And it's it's a great question. I I, I don't. The only thing I could think of is that, that it was a confidence thing with with Sam, and like they just uh, I I don't know. I mean, he was so bad after I think it was the J.C. Jackson pick where I was just like, you got to go to P.J. Walker. I mean, that play wasn't even close. I mean, Barmore had some decent pressure on it, but. You know, a mediocre NFL quarterback finds a way to at least throw the ball away. You don't just – that was the easiest pick six in J.C. Jackson's life. I don't even think he thought he was still in the play. Like, the ball just hit him right in the numbers. He caught it, and then no one was in front of him. Um, they should have just benched him then. I, they still had a chance in the game. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I was just looking back at the game for, you know, how comfortable the, the win ended up feeling. I mean, it's just fourteen to six, and uh, until that pick six, and which, you know, if you're a Patriots fan, should make you feel like, well, I mean, that's a little bit of a worry that you know the Panthers weren't even that good today, and we couldn't dust them earlier. Um, but certainly, you respect the win, and it's a good win, especially after watching Buffalo go down to to Jacksonville and lose. Uh, a win's a win. And uh, you're hoping to get healthy and and uh, make sure you guys are okay. Yeah, that was, and it was even after the Jamie Collins one. I, watching this, Greg, I was like, well, surely yes. now they'll bench him after PJ right. Walker took the first team snaps again all week. But nope. Wow. I mean, they, and just the disparity in terms of the coaching again. Like it just, there are some dumb teams throughout this league. Yeah, and the thing is, is like I thought, you know, Matt Rule is certainly a smart guy. I like the way he's put together his staff. I, I like you know, what he's about. And, you know, I know people in Carolina and they're high on him, but yeah, you look at it and, and that's the thing, Jim, that you bring up about the snaps. I mean, Sam was limited in practice this week, but he probably didn't do a whole lot. And like, what's the harm in just going with PJ Walker? I mean, the game's still there. So you have the pick six, there's six fifty-five. There's a quarter and a half left. You're down two scores. Are you going to do that with Sam Darnold or at least running the ball like you are? Of course not. So why not give your team a chance? I, I I did not understand it. I thought the I saw I thought after the pick six he's done. Then after the Collins pick, I was like, all right, he's definitely done. Right. And nope. Then he keeps <laughs> trotting out there to booze like happy times in Carolina. All right, more coming up with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. You want to get on, ask Greg a question, 617-779-0985 is the number to join us here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Again, more coming up here in the Safety Insurance, 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Hey, it's Chase Winovich. Which dairy product is your fridge MVP? My fridge MVP is always shredded cheese. That's because shredded cheddar makes everything better. It adds taste, texture, vitamins, and protein. Real life needs real dairy. Visit NewEnglandDairy.com backslash game day to learn more. Hey, if you want to have more fun at work, Apex Entertainment is hiring all positions, including management, restaurant, attractions, and more. Apex is 100,000 square feet of pure fun for all ages with bowling, go-karts, and arcade. Be big, be bold, be Apex. Apply today at apexentertainment.com. What's your ultimate game day experience? A tricked-out man cave? Deluxe tailgate? Then enter the five-hour energy football sweepstakes for a chance to win $10,000 and make your ultimate game day experience a reality. To enter, buy any 5-Hour Energy product and upload the receipt. It's that easy. The 5-Hour Energy Football Sweepstakes. Enter today. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends December 10th, 2021. For official rules and how to enter without purchase, visit 5hesport.com. Void where prohibited. 
New Englanders do what I did. Take on winter with the king of snow, Aaron's. Aaron's snow throwers, the official snow thrower of the New England Patriots, have been built by the Aaron's family for generations. I trust them to throw the snow better than any other snow thrower out there. I've owned one for a couple of decades. Aaron's snow throwers, all steel construction, cast iron gear cases, the number one selling brand of two-stage snow throwers in the world. Machines that are passed down literally from one generation to the next. No, it's not just a snowblower. It's an Aaron's. Visit your local independent Aaron's dealer today. When our twins started driving, we all got Safety Insurance's Drive with Safety app. The app provides data on driving habits like speeding and hard braking so parents can have data-driven conversations with their kids about safe driving practices. The data showed our twins are doing great. It also showed I have some uh, room for improvement. Ask an independent agent about Safety Insurance's telematics program. We'll help you manage life storms with information. 98.5 The Sports Hub Midday host Hardy for Ad Care. When people find out that I've been sober for a while, they say, oh, you must have great willpower. The truth is I have no willpower. And that's why I decided to get help. You know, it must take a lot of strength to stay sober. No, it takes strength to ask for help. And once you've decided that you don't want to live like this anymore, the real strength and the real courage comes when you ask for help. And then you'll find that people are willing to give that help. And that's when your life can really begin. Speak up, reach out, get help. Call 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit adcare.com. Tailgate season is upon us, New England. And that means you're going to want the ultimate vehicle for all the game day action. Well, look no further than the all-wheel drive Honda Pilot. Rugged, dependable, and practically endless cargo room to load up all the supplies you'll need to last you from the preseason to the playoffs, all the way to that glorious duck boat parade in February. Gear up for game day with the all-wheel drive Honda Pilot at your local New England Honda dealers. Around here, we Honda. Are you happy with your building's janitorial services? If not, do what 98.5 The Sports Hub did and call ACP Facility Services. ACP is a certified minority business enterprise with over 30 years experience and clients spanning the eastern seaboard, specializing in Class A offices, schools, and universities, pharmaceutical validation, and retail space. ACP will tailor a cleaning solution that meets your specific needs. Go to acpcleaning.com. There's clean, and then there's ACP Clean. Hey, football fans, it's Bob Sosie, the voice of New England football. If you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea next to me in the booth. It's an essential part of my game day routine. And when it comes to tea, settling is not an option. Bigelow tea, grab a mug, and tea proudly. Town Fair Tire sells every name brand tire at the guaranteed lowest price. And Town Fair gives you more free services than any other tire dealer. Nobody beats a Town Fair Tire deal. Nobody. The home of the bees, the sports hub. Now got a 37-yard field goal attempt for Folk. Waits from the left hash mark. Heard on the snaps to Bailey. Folk's kick aloft to the uprights, and the kick is good. Nick Folk continues on target as a Patriot. Yeah, Nick Folk's 37-yarder to make a 24-6 New England at the time. That was your final score. Patriots over the Panthers 24-6 today. Nick Folk, one of two. Missed, uh, I believe it was a 54-yarder. But this season is part of their Apex Cares program. Apex Entertainment donating $100 to the New England Center for Children for every converted field goal, every point, every dollar helps. For more information, go to apexentertainment.com. Shaw's Patriots postgame show with Jim Murray, Joe Murray, and Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. So, I mean, I started this conversation with you. We started this conversation with you, Greg, by saying, you know, the path is obviously open, but I don't know, with what happened with the Bills in Jacksonville today and all these teams in this conference are clearly flawed and what's going on with Vegas and the horrible Henry Rugg story, no big surprise, they lose at the Giants today. Like, I don't know, let me ask you this. Like, the Patriots have as good a chance as anybody else, at least in the conference as of right now? I would think so. I mean, excuse me while I just sort of look at the – the division standings. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think that this season more than any other with the 17 games is going to be a war of attrition. And we saw the injuries today with the Patriots and, and, you know, I mean, even the Panthers, the Panthers had a way worse in the injury department, in my opinion, losing their center on the first drive of the game. And right. he's really probably their best offensive lineman. They lost their left tackle. Brian Burns kept getting hurt. Um, that's a tough deal, but, um, 
Yeah, I think so, Jim. It's tough for me to say because I just I need to see more out of their passing game. Um, nobody's really dynamic. Uh, you know, when you look at, like, Tennessee, do you trust Ryan Tannehill and what he has around him more? Probably. Sure. Um, Lamar Jackson? Probably. I mean, you know, you could go down the list. I I, I just – for. We we at least know that the the defense has gotten to the point where um, they're doing pretty good and they're they're making they're not giving up the really terrible plays they're more making the opponent beat them so that's progress they could there's still room for them to improve uh, we know the running game has taken hold and the Patriots have sort of become who we thought they were going to be before the season I still have a lot of questions about the passing game I mean. Look, Mac Jones is still a rookie quarterback. Um, there's times when he's brilliant, and and do I think he's a really good rookie quarterback? Yeah, but he's still a rookie quarterback. Um, do I trust Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne? Did he play today? Yeah, Bourne like, did. I, Aguilar, uh, Joe was saying earlier, what what did he even do today? I don't think I heard his name just, once. Just a, uh, He kind of passed interference, but that's it. Um, yeah, that's right. That, that that's him. two-handed shove along the sidelines. I mean, but even the announcers, um, one of the few things they got right in announcing this game <laughs> Um, said like the receivers haven't been a factor for either team, and I we all know where the Panthers' passing game is right now. I don't know what that says about the Patriots. I wouldn't feel comfortable if I were uh, a Patriots fan. But look, I think I think Mac Jones is good. I think the talent that they have is good. Uh, Johnny Smith, I think, got injured today. Yeah. Um. So I don't know the offensive line we know still has issues. That's that's the biggest remaining question mark for me, and I think it's a big one because, look, it's all well and good that you get turnovers and short fields for your offense and and can run the ball. But, look, to win the biggest games against good teams, and I don't know how good the Panthers and J- Chargers are going to be, the last two teams that they beat, uh, are they going to be able to make the plays from the pocket when it counts to win games. We have not seen that yet, and that's kind of a big deal. The uh, Patriots have outscored their opponents 105-40 to 40 their last three games. I know we're all sitting there wondering about their offense. Is it good enough? Is it is it the defense that's now finding its stride, and or is it the opponents that they've played the last three weeks? Yeah, I mean, it's – I certainly – I can't – look, I would love to tell you that the defense is awesome and and they did a great job. I cannot – I cannot say that after this week with the Panthers. They're, they're just a mess. And it would be one thing if the Panthers were, like, rolling offensively and they put up, like, 45 points. They they are, even before they played the Patriots, they were basically in, look, they scored three points against the Giants. They scored 19 in a win against the Falcons. They scored six today. They They are in the mode of telling their quarterback, just do not turn the ball over. And even Matt Rule said after the game today, like, we got to stop putting the ball in the air. And they are they are like, don't lose the game for us. We have a really good defense. We have a running game. Christian McCaffrey's coming back, which he did today. Uh, that's where the game has to, has to stay. I knew coming into this game that if you tell the Patriots, if the team's really good at one thing, like the Chargers are really good at passing the ball. They don't run the ball very well. The Panthers are really good at running the ball. They do not throw the ball very well. You do that with the Patriots, they can stop you. If you're only good at one thing, it's the balanced teams that we don't know how the Patriots are going to defend. So it's I can't even tell you that the Patriots are, you know, a really good defensive team. I think they are. I don't know that yet. Let's bring in Jake from Boston here on the Shaw's Patriots post game show. You're on with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Hey Jake. Hey, Jim. Uh, things are starting to write themselves in the universe. Uh, Bill's fashion statement pregame had me pretty excited. <laughs> Listen, you're 4-0 on the road. And as I keep on mentioning, allowing Bill, Steven, Gerard to focus on football, which happens when they're locked in a hotel room, especially with COVID protocols on the road. I mean, it's not an accident that they're winning as opposed to when they're at home and they're babysitting their kids and providing content for their influencer wannabe wives. Even Linda the wannabe Giselle, who was humiliated off the internet by us, Jim, uh, Boobs on the Beach was a great song, uh, in January has largely kept her mouth shut and kept her phone in her pocket, no longer waltzing around like the wannabe Meghan Markle of Foxborough. But there is a downside, and it is the quarterback. Uh, another poor performance, uh, Jim, 
in a road game in which his girlfriend traveled to again. And his agent, uh, I believe his name is Dan Everett, is also is also down there. I think he's based out of Charleston or Atlanta or somewhere. So you know, well, the three coaches are locked in the room talking about football. Your quarterback's probably FaceTiming with the wife and the agent talking about marketing opportunities. And if this trend continues, how worse are you with Hoyer? Granted, not from a long-term development standpoint, but Jake, are you where with- are we going, man? Yeah, I'm going to let you go on that, Jake. His, I think his point is they've been, and it's clear in terms of the record, they've been better on the road than they have been at home. Is it just that, look, they had to play better teams earlier on and they got them at home, like Tampa and Dallas, Greg, or is there maybe something to that, that their focus is a little bit sharper being away from family, things, et cetera, that Jake mentioned there? I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I have... I have no evidence of that. It's extremely circumstantial. Um, look, I, if if you're looking for a reason why the Patriots are playing better, and I, I don't necessarily know how much the coaching has been better, considering they had two more delay of pay, game penalties today. Yeah, um, one after like an extensive it, timeout too, which was crazy. Oh my god, it was the first play. Yeah, like what is going on? Uh, but look, I think. You can draw the line in the stand from the Dallas game, the third and 25. Uh, since that point, in my opinion, Bill has taken a much stronger interest in the defense. And uh, he might not be calling the plays, but he is invested. I mean, even when they showed him on the TV today, while the offense is on the field, he's buried in his notes and photographs. He's not even looking at the offense. And I think since they gave up the 35 to Dallas and when they basically couldn't stop the Cowboys, they gave up 13 to the Jets, really 17 against the Chargers um, without the you know the late score, and six today. And I, if, I think that's the difference. That Bill, we called, a lot of us, including myself, called for after the Dallas game, this can't go on anymore, and Bill has to step in and take more control, and I think he has, and I think he's righted the ship on that side of the ball. I want to go back to some of the concerns you had about the passing game. Obviously, as of tomorrow, Odell Beckham Jr. will be released from the Cleveland Browns. Where do you stand on that? Would you be in on him? Yeah, Jim, I keep I keep going back and forth. Um, I wrote a column today at BSJ that basically broke it down, the case for, the case against. And surprisingly, I actually came down on the side for adding Odell Beckham Jr. Um, and mostly because I think – it's not really for me. It's not really about this season, and I don't know if the if the win changes things for this team. Not that they didn't think they were going to win, but Buffalo lost. Now they're in the thick of it. Like before, I was like, "What? What's the harm in bringing him in for a? You know, he's going to have to get in, learn the offense. He's probably what a six game tryout, maybe postseason." Um, what's the harm in bringing him in? And then, you know, because next year you're probably going to need him. It's more about next year for me. Like no rookie quarterbacks ever gone to the Super Bowl, And, you know, maybe this is the year it happens. I don't know, but historically it's never happened. A rookie quarterback has never, never led a team to a Super Bowl. So in my mind, you know, whatever the Patriots do this year is gravy. It's really about next season and next season, you know, Nikhil Harry is going to be a free agent. They're not going to bring him back. Right. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, you can get get out from under his contract if you want. And when are you going to have a chance? We certainly know Bill's not going to be able to draft a wide receiver that's going to work. So when are you going to get ever get this opportunity? And I know a lot of people are down on on Beckham. I watched a lot of his film. I was surprised. I still still think he's a good player. But do you want to introduce that type of person into this locker room when? Things are starting to come together. This is the team that you basically had a plan for. It's slowly but surely coming together. Do you want to introduce a guy who left his team and they go out there and they score 41 points against a pretty good Cincinnati team? Uh, That might just show you that it's addition by subtraction without Beckham. And so at the moment, I would do it, and I think the Patriots are going to do it. I don't have any inside information on that. Uh, But... After today, I wouldn't be surprised if they declined doing it. 
All right. Well, more coming up with this uh, very subject. Odell Beckham Jr., maybe to the Patriots after the headlines here with Joe Murray in the Sean's Patriots Post Game Show. Joe, we'll get you caught up in the latest in headlines. First, though, we need to pause for station identification on the safety insurance. 98.5 of Sports Hub, Patriots Radio Network. All Patriots win 24-6 today. They got a touchdown pass from Matt Jones to Hunter Henry. Damian Harris also had a touchdown. And J.C. Jackson, two interceptions, one to the house. They're now 5-4. and four. They take on the 5-4 and four Browns next week. The Browns took down the Bengals today, 41-16. It was the Broncos, 30-16 over the Cowboys. Dolphins got a 17-9 win over the Texans. Falcons, 27. Saints, 25. The Giants take down the Raiders, 23-16. And an upset, the Jaguars. They defeat the Bills 9-6. Ravens get a 34-31 overtime win over the Vikings. Right now, third quarter, Eagles have a 17-16 lead over the Chargers. Chiefs 13-zip over the Packers. And the Cardinals 17-7 right now at halftime over the 49ers. Kyler Murray out for this one. Colt McCoy, a quarterback for Arizona tonight. You'll see the Titans and Rams and a couple of Red Sox notes. J.D. Martinez, he'll be back with the Sox next year. He's opted in. For next season, Garrett Richards, he's out. Uh, Red Sox, they've extended qualifying offers to Eduardo Rodriguez and Christian Vasquez. And the Revs, they lose their regular season finale today, 1-0 to Inter-Miami. Headlines brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. They want to prepare your car for fall. Their 15-minute drive-thru oil change. You can stay in your car. No appointments ever needed. Visit GetAnOilChange.com now for your 15-minute oil change, for your 50% off uh, coupon on your oil change. I'm Joe Murray. Next update, 30 minutes. Psychic spies from China try to steal your mind's elation. The little guys from Sweden dream of silver screen quotation. And if you want these kind of dreams, it's Californication. Music of the game brought to you by Live Nation. Red Hot Chili Peppers back. Anthony, Chad, Flea, and John Frusciante live on stage at Fenway Park. Saturday, September 10th. Get tickets now at redsox.com slash redhotchilipeppers. I wish it was the Red Hot Jamelli Peppers that were opening for them, too, but it is, uh, oh, who is it again? It's, um, oh, what's her name? Oh, I forget. I just had it for a sec there, and I forgot it. Oh, it's, uh, ah, either way, Chili Peppers at Fenway Park. I had a bit of a brain fart there. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Um, anyway, uh, besides the uh, Chili Peppers and who's opening for them, back on Odell Beckham Jr. As far as the nays, uh, Greg, is it the it's the personality fit, right? Like, so this is why I was a no on this. I get the talent. I don't know if he's the same guy in terms of physicality, but you said you've watched some tape. You have the breakdown of Journal.com, which people should check out. But the personality thing, like, do you want a guy like that who I think probably made Baker Mayfield's life crazy? Ahead, what happened with the dad on social media last week? Uh, it's just it could be volatile with a rookie. Like, do you want a guy like in his face being like, "Get me the damn ball" in his rookie season? I think that 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 to me is the big red flag. Like, and that that could stunt his growth. That's why I want no part of him. Yeah, I mean, Jim, that could very well be the case. Um, I, I have a lot of confidence in Mac Jones and the way he handles things and the way he relates to players. That he could deal with it better than a, a lot of people, including Baker Mayfield, who. I don't think is the greatest teammate in the world or the greatest leader. Um, I think I think Mac Jones um, scores really well in both areas. I think that I think that Belichick having Belichick involved in sort of the, uh, the you know the mutual admiration society that the two of them seem to have had over the years makes you think that he will acquiesce a little bit. Very similar, but here and here's the thing. That also happened with Randy Moss. And yes, Randy Moss was excellent in 2007. He might have been excellent in 2008 if Brady didn't get hurt. But in the end, he was a problem, and he had to be traded. And Chad Otsosinko came in here with the same attitude and was terrible. Uh, So, you know, I don't know. I go back and forth on it. I just think, look, let's let's just try it out for the end of this season. Maybe he helps us. Maybe he doesn't. I think the bigger issue is not Mac Jones. It's what does he do when you introduce him into that receiver room? You know, he plays Aguilar's spot. 
all right, now what are you going to do with Aguilar? What does that do to Kendrick Bourne? What does that do to Jacoby Myers? How do these guys react? And it's not just in a vacuum. It's not. I know a lot of fans think that this is fantasy football and you just plug a guy in and and there you go. No, there are ramifications. Bill knows better than anybody. And uh, I think I would just try it out because, like I said, I think next year's the big year and Harry's going to be gone. You could be done with Aguilar if you want. Get more information now to figure out whether you want to do it next year. You could also pass on Beckham. And here's the other thing. If he signs with somebody else, it's only going to be six games. New quarterback, new system. How how much is he really going to do in the last six, eight weeks of the season to drive up his price in the offseason? Not very much, but I would just do it now to test it out to see if it's something that you want to do for the next year or two. Yeah, and I'm just you mentioned who would he replace. Sounds like it would be Harry or Wilkerson, who they brought up today. Um, do we know if he can play the slot? Like, is that something maybe they could? Bring? He can't play the slot. He can't. I'm just, I, I just people, had to ask that question. Dude. No, no, no. I, fit, and I'm not. Know? That's not aimed at you. I mean, I hear this a lot. They're like, "Oh, he's played the slot and he can do it." The guy's coming off ACL surgery. He's a slighter guy. I mean, he is. He does have a good build on him, um, and he can get open. And he has played there, but that's not where he plays. If you bring in Odell Beckham Jr., he doesn't help your. He does not help your offensive scheme inside you want them on the outside to draw coverage from safeties and cornerbacks having him inside especially after you paid for two tight ends is just you're muddling up the field you want him on the outside for shot plays you want him to distract the safety so that the open the middle opens up more for mac jones so uh you know i i think that's his position could he do it occasionally and has he done it in the past yes but it's not a long-term thing like i don't I don't think you plug and play him for Jacoby Myers, who did not have a good game today. I just want to ask you about Christian Barmore's game, and I, I want to—I know you brought this up on Felgram as again this week. What was it that maybe he fell in the second round this year, and have has he just kept his his nose clean here in New England? I mean, he, this is one of the best defensive linemen I think we've seen since that that era of the Seymour, Will Fork, Ty Warren. He, he's playing like those type of guys right now. Yeah, so what happened was, and and I had Barmore going in the first round of the draft, and once the first got, round got over, I looked, and I'm like, you know, you look at who wasn't drafted, who was drafted, and I'm like, Christian Barmore, what, why did he last through the first round? And then the Patriots were, I think, at the top of the second round, or very near the top of the second round. And so it made sense to me. I'm like, he could be a New England guy. He's a guy who dropped from Alabama good player. They could use a guy like that, especially after Adam Butler left, uh, at least as a sub rusher. And so I reached out to NFL sources, including one team who I was puzzled that why they didn't draft him. And I know they have great relationships as good or better than Belichick has with the Alabama program. And I said, what's the deal? Why didn't you guys take Barmore? And I just heard, yeah, you know, yeah, he, he wasn't for us. And, you know, I found out I found out they told me the reason, exactly the information they got out of Alabama. It's nothing nefarious. Mm -hmm. Um, It's nothing, you know, it's nothing that uh, would cause him any issues in the NFL unless uh, he went to, you know, a scheme that was asking a lot of him. And I I don't want to get, I haven't gotten more specific than that because I want to protect my sources and also, you know, how they get uh, information out of Alabama. Um, But, there's no question that, you know, you look at what he's done so far this year and there's a lot of teams that passed on him that have egg on their face that thought thought X, Y, and Z about Christian Barmore. And in fact, the professional Christian Barmore has been night and day to what his reputation was coming into the league. And that's a credit to him, um, number one. And I think it's a credit to the Patriots on how they've worked. Demarcus Covington, the defensive line coach I think has done a really good job with them I mean there's no question he has done by by each passing week he has done better and better I mean he was I think the last two weeks he's been on my three up he's in my three up for this game probably will be on Tuesday Tuesday with Felger and Maz uh he's just been um incredible and seems like he's totally fit in now I will say never judge a rookie one way or the other off of their rookie year there's a lot of different circumstances uh, especially guys that you aren't sure, like, are they going to last in the NFL 
And that's what some teams thought of Barmore. You really have to wait until he has a full off season when he has four or five months off. When you're coming into the, the NFL, you go straight from college to combine prep to workouts to what have you to the NFL. Um, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, after his rookie year and he, if he, if he continues to do what he's done, but there's no question he's been smarter on the field, tougher, better motor than I think any NFL team thought coming into this league. All right, let's bring in Tom from Newton as a question for Greg Rodard of Boston Sports Journal after the Patriots defeat the Panthers today. Tom, go ahead. You're next here on the Sean's Patriots postgame show. Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, you know, it was a good win today. Really liked what we saw. I did have a concern I want to ask Greg about because I know I, you know, I listened to Greg on Tuesday when he's on with Felger Mads. I know he's a you know, big offensive line guy. And, you know, that's obviously been one of the concerns this year. I know early on in the season it was a big concern. It did seem like they, you know, moved some pieces around and it was less of an issue uh, over the last several weeks. But then today, you know, you did see Mac Jones getting a lot of pressure, you know, guys, you know, getting through, coming up the middle. And, you know, obviously you want – Mac to stay healthy, but at the same time, if your offensive line is not good, you're not going to get particularly far in this league. So I was just curious, you know, is it a matter of, you know, some teams having better pass rushes than others? Uh, is it a matter of, you know, them doing things that have worked in some games and, you know, perhaps not other games? Or just what was going on today? Because it did seem like they were bringing more pressure than in past weeks, and, you know, that's something that's important to have an offensive line that, you know, isn't letting guys through and being a turnstile like we've seen sometimes this year. Just curious about that. Thanks. Yeah, I think we sort of touched on it earlier, but you know this Panthers defense with their team speed, especially with the two guys on the edges, Burns and and Reddick. Um, plus, they have a couple of really good interior guys, let alone Shaq Thompson at the second level. They cause everybody problems. I, I would not judge the Patriots line off of uh, what happened this week. Also, you know, I thought they did a nice job against um, Bosa last week. Uh, you know, they basically owned. Bosa and and give him a lot of attention the offensive line you definitely have concerns about and whenever Trent Brown gets healthy and I would not hold my breath I mean I think and I've said this before and Felger and Maz as far as I know they are just trying to get him fully healthy they're not worried about rushing him back and having another setback they just want him to get healthy they know he's a good player when he gets back, I don't think they have a plan. I think they're just waiting for him to get healthy. But I think once he does get back, they either go back to the original alignment uh, or they think about either moving win or sitting him down, moving him inside the guard. I I don't know. We're going to have to see what happens. But the first thing is getting Trent Brown healthy, and no one knows when that's going to be. All right, one more segment to go with your phone calls with Greg Bedard. If you want to get on, 617-779-0985 as the Patriots again defeat the Carolina Panthers today, 24-6. They've now won three straight, 5-4, and four, and in the seventh spot currently in the, the AFC playoff picture. Oh, yeah, the path, it's, it's open, everybody. So let's get more calls for you, with you, rather, with uh, Greg Bedard coming up here. The Safety Insurance 98.5 Sports on Patriots Radio Network. I'm J.C. Jackson, and this season, Avidia Bank and I teamed up for Big Champion for a Child to raise money to help at-risk children find a safe place at the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. See how you can help at avidiabank.com. Avidia Bank, honest to goodness. Member FDIC, member DIF. Boom Boom Games, your home for 80s and 90s retro video games, vintage toys, cards, comics, and all your nostalgia needs. Stop by in November for their Shoot the Turkey promotion. Earn shots at their turkey targets with each zone providing a different discount. Boom Boom Games in Bill Ricca. Check them out. Is it me or has everything gone extreme lately? Extreme sports, extreme home makeovers, and scarily extreme weather events. Wildfires, flash floods, tornadoes. The best way to protect yourself? Extremely good insurance. Talk to an independent agent about safety insurance. Because if you only pay for what you need, hurricane destroyed 45 homes in the area. you may end up needing to downsize. Safety insurance will help you manage life storms. Shaw's is making shopping and saving easier than ever. Just For You is now Shaw's For You. It's everything you love about Just For You with all new deals, rewards, and perks. Download the Shaw's Deals and Delivery app or simply update your existing mobile app to see your all-new, all-awesome perks. Visit Shaw's.com slash for you for program details. 
Idea Painting is your number one choice for residential and commercial concrete coating services. Their team of professionals use the latest materials and techniques to deliver beautiful results that will last. Coatings can be applied to garages, basements, patios, and driveways. All coatings take only one day to install, and you can get back to using your space in just 24 hours. To learn more and to schedule your concrete coating installation, visit ideaconcretecoatings.com. Receive $100 off installation when you mention 98.5 The Sports Hub. Hey, it's Maz for Fat Burn America. As you know, I started the program a couple of months ago, lost 15 pounds, and have since learned how to maintain my weight, what foods my body processes, which ones they don't. And with the holidays coming up, trust me, now's a good time for you to do the Fat Burn America program. That way, you can learn how to eat during the holidays and enjoy yourself. So if you want to drop a quick 20, 30, or 40 pounds, set up a consult with Fat Burn America today and do it in time for the holidays. You eat real food and get real results. It's a no-brainer. On the playground, we think poop jokes are pretty funny. When it comes to clogged pipes at your home or office, it's not funny at all. Does your home or office have damage or clogged pipes? Contact Dreams by James today at dreamsbyjames.com. That's dreamsbyjames.com. Don't let your pipes become the laughing stock of the playground. Contact Dreams by James today. And remember... Dreams by James. They give a poop about your pipes. This is James Wyatt of the New England Patriots. Great companies need great teams. Just as the best professional sports teams look everywhere for top players, companies are opening up the world map too. Hiring talent anywhere in the world is easier than ever with Globalization Partners. Use their global employment platform to stack your team with the best people no matter where they live. The future of work is here. Globalization Partners makes it possible. Go to globalization-partners.com and onboard your next MVP today. Pick your Dunkin' Pumpkin, like the Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew, Pumpkin Spice Signature Latte, and more. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S Cars for Kids. Donate your car today with 1877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a vacation voucher of three days and two nights. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Everything Boston Sports, a sports hub. Three receivers to the wide side right, one to the left. Harris along with Aguilar make it two. A quick throw across the middle, picked off. It's intercepted. Who has it? Gilmore to the 40. Inside the 35. He's brought down by Jones and company. He makes his mark against his former team. He sets up the Panthers in outstanding field position. Some big money players do right there. Anticipate, route recognition, read the eyes of the quarterback, and then jump the under route. Sean's Patriots postgame show. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. One more segment here as the Patriots defeat the Carolina Panthers to improve to 5-4. 24-6 was the final. So this is early on in the game. Stephon Gilmore, former Patriot, letting his presence known, or at least be felt, with that interception of Mac Jones. Felt like he baited him a little bit there, Greg, on that one? Or he knew it was coming? Yeah, he knew it was coming. The Patriots tried to run one of their rub routes against them. And this one was a little bit different. So they pro- this was probably specifically designed for Stefan that all right maybe he hasn't seen this version where you see the the tight end sort of go out and 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 pick but uh yeah he read it like a book and uh, whoever whoever was the crossing pattern I forget who it was I think it was Johnu Smith didn't exactly I don't think he ran the route right and which sort of gave the opening for Gilmore but also Jacoby Myers could have been a little bit more precise on his route and not allowed uh Gilmore to step in on that, but uh, that was sort of um, typical of Jacoby's day. He also bobbled a, a third down pass where if he caught it cleanly, it's a first down. Instead, it was fourth and short, and they had to punt. Yeah, that was that first drive. I'm with you on that, and Joe and I talked about it earlier. It felt like you you catch that clean first down, like you said. And also, were you surprised they didn't go for it there, Greg, on fourth down? 
Yeah, where was that on the field? So I feel like that was plus 45. I thought, I mean, it felt like midfield, and it was only about a yard, and as well as they have run the ball recently. Like, that's when it's like, I just, they, they have this reluctant. There's two things about the, the, the offense that bugged me today in terms of, like, their timidness. It was that one. And then their first offensive series of the third quarter where it's third and 12, and they, they flash the graphic, Mac Jones, 5-5 five of five on third downs today. And that one, it's like this draw handoff. And it's like, ah, you still kind of got the handcuffs on the kid a little bit. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I think I think that was just indicative of the type of game that Belichick thought it was and also the opponent that I think Bill looked at the film just like everybody. And he's like, and he probably took a look at Darnold when he took the field and was just like, this guy doesn't have it. He's yeah. lost. <laughs> and so, you know, and, and the Panthers, I'm telling you, if you didn't watch the Falcons game the week before, I mean – they literally put Sam Darnold in a straitjacket and were like, dude, do not blow this. Just hand the ball off, check it down, or run with the ball. Those are your three options. And they the Panthers came into this game with the same game plan. So I think the Patriots were just like, we're just going to do the bare minimum. Our defense will be able to turn Darnold over just like he, we always do when he was with the Jets and – Let's let's just play very conservative, especially in the early going. You don't want to give the the Panthers a lift. They're very fast on defense. You're not exactly precise when it comes to blocking or not making a penalty. Let's not be idiots here. Let's just punt the ball away and and see how the game goes. And and I thought I thought Belichick made the right decision in that regard. Hey Greg, what is your overall feelings just on JC Jackson? And I'll set it up just by saying like. You know, Gilmore has the interception today. He's got two interceptions. I know a couple came against the Jets this year. He's got five so far. He's probably going to be AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Last week we saw uh, Adrian Phillips do it. Um, I mean, do you, can you see him as a number one corner? I mean, he's a number one corner here. Is he a number one corner in this league? And I'm looking ahead. But that that, that price is only going up going forward here. Uh, yeah, I think, he's a, I think he's a number one corner. And um, I think he is right now. And any criticisms of him? I mean, is he perfect? No. But I think a lot of the criticisms is the Patriots don't really have a pass rush. I mean, they've gotten a little bit one of, you know, with Barmore and Judon's, that sort of inside-out thing. Um, but early on in the season, they had really no pass rush going on. And and I don't care how good a cornerback you are. If there's no pass rush, you you can't cover forever. Uh, I think J.C. is is an excellent cornerback. I think the Patriots have no choice but to franchise tag him in the offseason, which would, I think, be about $16 million. And if I'm J.C. Jackson and agent, not myself, and and, tag, and then I'm striking it rich offseason. Um, you know, this is a lot of the stuff that we talked about after the Stephon Gilmore deal where uh, they now handed leverage to J.C. Jackson, where – uh, he's the number one guy. They don't have really anything in the pipeline. And, you know, what are they going to do? And uh, I think it's it's advantage JC. I think he's excellent. And he is absolutely another number one corner in my mind. All right. Got a, a few more calls here for Greg before we uh, wrap things up with him. Let's go to Nick in North Attleboro. You're here on the show. It's Patriots postgame show. Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Hey, Nick. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, great game today. Glad to see the Patriots get the dub. But I just want to uh, respond to these rat fans like Jake in Boston. Bill Belichick has his team at 4-0 and on the road. I get that some of the wins aren't the greatest of wins, but he has them at 4-0 and on the road. Anybody who says that Bill Belichick can't get it done without Brady is a fraudulent Patriots fan, and I don't want to hear from them anymore. Um, All right, well, fair enough there. I mean, that's uh, you, you, pucked, you picked a side. There was the Bill side, the Tom side. I guess you're also uh, maybe calling out me there. And, and I got an egg in my face. I was glad they went with Mac Jones. Uh, it did seem like me. It was more quarterback than coach over the last decade or so. But so far, so good. They're five and four. They're in the mix. Kudos to you there, Joe in Maine. You're next here in the Shaw's Patriots post game show. Go ahead, Joe. Hey guys. Uh, hey Greg. Always tuning in. Hey Joe. Uh, it's great. It's great to get you with these Jays instead of the Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> which is also enjoyable. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you just segued right into what I was going to ask. Uh, I wanted you to expand on. Judon's impact on Barmore, and now you just brought it into the next level with J.C. Jackson. So the system, as, as it might work as you describe it, that's all I want to hear more about. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's a great thing, Joe. Uh, what they've been building with the um, you know Barmore about about three weeks ago. Not that he wasn't playing well before he was, but he sort of took another step starting about three weeks ago, where um, you know he's being very tough to block and and I wouldn't use things like and I've seen this out there like you know some some sort of advanced analytics saying like he's the most double teamed defensive lineman in the league. Well. It leaves out a lot of context, including early on in the season, the Patriots were rushing three a lot of the time, and Barmore would be one of the three, and there's five offensive linemen. And when they don't have anybody to block, they turn and they help on someone. It's not a design double team like Aaron Donald gets. But Barmore has taken a real step in the last three weeks, in my opinion, in terms of his pass rush. Uh, I... I do think that they have something going with with Barmore inside and Judon outside. Uh, you know, I even think Bentley's done a little bit better in the last couple of weeks. You'd still like they seem to be a little deficient in terms of a playmaker on the second level. It's helpful when they can get Adrian Phillips in the box. He gives them that presence. Um, J.C. Jackson is obviously a, a playmaker uh, in the secondary. So I think things are coming together uh, for the Patriots. I just want. And maybe the Browns, I, I haven't seen the Browns very much. Um, I'm not a, the biggest Baker Mayfield fan, uh, but they're talented. And so, you know, the more I can see on the Patriots, uh, the more I, the more, the better I feel about them. I just, I want them, I want to see them be a little bit more challenged on defense before I'm really the, ready to go gaga over them. But, you know, so far, you know, they're getting better every week and that's all you can ask for. How do you feel about Cleveland's coach, Kevin Stefanski? I don't know about him as a game coach, but I could tell you from watching Odell Beckham film this week, I was like, holy cow, he's open all the time. I mean, this, huh. there were guys open all over the place. And, uh, you know, a lot of it was zone coverage against some of the teams. But to me, he he puts the defense in conflict a lot. I think his scheme is really good. I'll be interested to see how the Patriots deal with it. Um, but him as a a play designer, a game plan designer. I think he's he's up there with the best of the league. You know, can Baker always execute it? No. Um, if you watch Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad's video, you would see how many times that that Beckham was open and, and Mayfield went to other places. He does not always throw in the rhythm of the offense. I think I think Stefanski would be better off with a more uh, disciplined quarterback. I mean, even a guy like Kirk Cousins. We work with in Minnesota. At least most of the time, you know he's going to throw on time, uh, in rhythm with the offense. Baker doesn't do that, and I think it holds back the offense at times. All right, Greg. Well, like you said to start this whole thing today, we got a football team. You got a football season. After that uh, Dallas game, going back about a month now, it didn't. It didn't feel that way. But you no, know, now they've won three straight. AFC feels wide open, so I think we'll have a lot to talk about going forward. Yeah, it's, you know, it's exciting. The team's starting to come together. We'll see what happens with Odell Beckham come 4 p.m. Tuesday. Um, or, you know, he could announce he'll be officially on waivers tomorrow at 4 p.m. And then afterwards, he could just announce who he's signing with. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, yeah, Beckham on the Patriots going into the Browns game, that would be something yeah well if nothing else we'll have content friend so a little, little bit of intel mm -hmm. maybe too from obj yeah you know, right they, yeah. they sign them for a week and they cut them all you know. right greg we'll see you uh tuesday at two with uh with felger and mess sounds good all right see you guys